Hi, I'm Jessica Sapp. I'm Bill Sapp. And we are here with Sappy Thoughts. We are the founders of Surf 8 Christians, and our podcast features Christian lifestyle topics to help you build your relationship with Jesus Christ. We are halfway through the year, and I have a question for all of you listening. How many of you are still doing your New Year's resolution? (laughs) Are you paying for a gym membership that you don't even go to right now? What about the ones that are trying to eat better? Are you eating better? What is your resolution? Are you still doing it? The Bible says in Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, it says, Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, but His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Think about what that just said. That just said that every morning... Your mercies are brand new. You got through yesterday. You wake up today. You start your day. And no matter what uh, mishaps or what you think was a failure or didn't get it was yesterday, today you wake up, you get a brand new start. God loves us so much that as you start your day today, you start with a clean slate and you will walk this day out with him. And in the end, we'll go to sleep. And guess what? Tomorrow morning, brand new mercies when you wake up again. And I love that because you don't have to wait for a new year to do some change, progress, or impact in your life. What if God said you only get new mercies once a year on New Year's Day? You get new mercies and that's it for the rest of the year. You're, you could be weak at all, be in a little bit of trouble there. I know that I was a huge planner. We've talked about this some on our YouTube channel. I planned for years. I could tell you when she planned what we were going to be doing in 2035. She was a planner. I have learned that my plans might be good plans, but they're not God's plans. And every day I am so grateful for that sunrise and those new mercies, because even for things that I know God wants me to do, I still struggle and fail at them sometimes. But here's what I do know. This year, God put on my heart Isaiah 60, 22, which is all about at the right time, I, the Lord will make it happen. So I have to know that my time isn't necessarily God's time. My good plan isn't necessarily God's plan. Even when I know that I know that I know I'm supposed to do something that doesn't mean that I'm not going to mess it up. And the next day rolls around and I'm going to have to be like, hey, today's a new day and God's new mercies are with me. We're walking every day out just as we're talking about right now. And what's really cool is what she read in that scripture right there just gave me a a wow moment on what we're going through. This podcast, let's take it as an example. We started it last month in June and we were going to say, yes, we're going to push it out every Tuesday. After the first two Tuesdays, guess what happened? Life. And we did not get to push out this podcast for the next couple Tuesdays. I know that God put this on us. There's two things that the Lord has consistently told me over the past eight months, trying to prioritize what the Lord wants. He says to focus on writing and sappy thoughts. And writing is for me because I am an author. And then the second thing is sappy thoughts, which is for us and Surf 8 Christians in the podcast. But with that, I still would struggle on getting those things done. 
I didn't get that done. I felt like, I feel like such a failure. I know that God wants me to do this, but somehow I'm still struggling. After our second podcast, that dog we talked about last episode, Aki, he's still with us and he's 12 years, three months now, which is incredible. I'm still doing pretty good. And he's with us, but he goes through more health concerns and more needs that we have to attend to. And there was a time that after our first two podcasts that he went through an episode that we had to tend to for his health and we couldn't get the podcast recorded. So for us, our senior dog is a lot of our time and priority because everything has to be kind of scheduled around him. But even you might have something going on. Maybe you're a caregiver for a parent. Maybe you have a special needs child. Maybe you have a lot of things going on in your family. Maybe you have some priority changes or shifts that's occurring that you're trying to get used to or maybe God has asked you to do something and you're taking that giant leap of faith but you don't yet know how to do the flow right you're working on your workflow your process how you're going to go about this new way I'm going to read the top part of that scripture again because right now it's really weighing in heavy on my heart and with what we're talking about and it does say through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. When we take off and we get these mercies every day and stuff, we do the best we can to stay in with him. But God knows already. And everything that we do every day, it's a lesson for us for today. And we only need to be concerned with today. God's going to take care of us through today. And we may not get it all right. We may go, okay, I heard God and we're doing this. Then you struggle a little bit and you realize, well, maybe that wasn't. God's like, well, let's just keep going in the morning. We'll start again. And we'll continue on. Life with God is learning every day. We'll be learning who he is and what he does until the day we leave this planet. And that's great because that reminds me of Proverbs 27.1. Do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring forth. And I love that because I am that planner. I'm that one that I would sit down, especially when I was in college, and I would map out every class that I would take for the next three years to make sure that I have my degree. And those are good things because you have to have those classes. And you have to have those classes to attain before you can get your degree. But I remember there was a time where I was in a car accident and I had to withdraw from the semester. And then later on, I had my son while I was still in my undergrad degree. Well, I had to change because I had to take a whole year off because I was very sick with my son's pregnancy and I couldn't go to class. So I had to take a year off. And then there was something else that would happen and then something else would happen. So I would spend all this time trying to map out the three-year mark when God's plan was different or things would be inserted into my life that he turned for good, but I wasn't planning for those things. You can't plan for everything. Do not worry about tomorrow. It's about today, and I am learning all the time, especially since leaving my job, how to live in today and focus on today only and not on tomorrow. Now I might run a weekly guideline And I call it a guideline now because I don't think it's a task list anymore. I don't think it's an agenda and I definitely don't think it's a plan because I don't know if it lines up with God. So I just kind of throw out on the week a guideline. Now there are things that you know you have to do, like maybe you have to pay your taxes by April 15th or you have to do a job assignment that's due at a certain time. So it's not like you can't have 
timelines and deadlines and goals for that. Of course you can, but really having that structure to know that lining up with God is critical. It's important to know that if you don't get it right today, you do have another chance tomorrow when you wake up. Learning more and more about getting through the day. As we sit here and talk about this, I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm hearing some things that speaking to me. It says in the Bible, today is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice in it. He's made today for us. This is really all we need to be worried about. Well, actually, we don't even need to be worried about. This is all we should be going through. Don't worry about tomorrow, but get us through today. Today, there's our, we're going to get our daily bread. Today, we're going to hear from God. Today, we get a new start. We start tomorrow on a new lesson and a new day with new mercies and new grace from God. And we all have, like you said, different learning experiences. We're learning different things. So every single day, we are learning something new. So for me, not planning three to five years out is very critical. So the Lord is teaching me how to depend on him day to day, not worry, focus, and pressure for tomorrow. I talk about the writing and the podcast, but I'm also naturally, I'm always playing in my mind how to line things up for a future perspective. Sure. So even though we're like, okay, we're going to record the podcast. I have to edit the podcast. We're going to write. We're going to do. I'm also thinking, okay, but what in do I need to have lined up for like August and September? Do I need to worry about the social media? Do I need to worry about this? Do I need to worry about that? And the Lord's like, no, you worry about the two things I told you, writing and sappy thoughts. Okay. I got that. So that's what I'm focused on right now. I am only worried about those two things. But for someone listening, for you, you might be the complete opposite of me. That You don't plan anything. That you go by day to day, minute to minute, and you're not structured at all. You might get the opposite from God. He might be telling you, you need to plan out something for this month. You need to do something. Terrible on planning. That's me. To, to know that the Lord put my wife and me together with her, the structure and the planning and the know what you're going to be doing so far down the road. And me, I couldn't tell you what I'm going to do tomorrow when I get up at one point in time. So not structured. So not a planner. You're to, definitely the day-to-day. Like, I get up, I go yeah, to work, and yeah, I come home. Yeah. Mine was day-to-day. Then, like you said, what if the power bill showed up, I better pay it. But I put it on the table and hope that it gets paid. Now, much better. Because of my wife. Oh, but that's the other thing is dependence. You don't depend on people. You depend on God. Right. So remember that for both of us, even as a married couple, we depend on God. We go to God and then we consult each other. And I think that's critical because when you are doing whatever it is you do day to day, every morning you wake up. Maybe you failed yesterday. Maybe you're not doing that New Year's resolution. Maybe you took that cocaine. Maybe you did something that you shouldn't have done because you know that's not God's plan for you. But guess what? You let it go for yesterday. You wake up today. You try again because today is day one. And guess what tomorrow is? Day one. Yep, and guess what the next good. day is? That's good. Day one. You always are on day one. Just get through day one, day by day. I was part of an overcomers group for men. And on their failures, they would beat themselves up so badly. And I remember always saying to them, when you fall down, get up. Don't give up. Just don't give up because God's going to get you through it. We're, it's, it's from now till then. It's from now till forever that we'll be on this walk. And the other thing about that, too, is that God puts us through things 
to improve us, to better us, and to help other people. Like I just mentioned about hitting an eight ball of cocaine. I have never done cocaine in my entire life. But you might have. Someone out there might be listening and you have. So you can help the person who is going through the struggle of being a cocaine user or a drug user because you understand what they're going through because you went through it. Me, on the other hand, I might can help you with the things that I've gone through, which is the financial problems, being poor, trying to depend on money versus God. That's something that I can help you with potentially. And God chooses us. I believe this. God chooses us to do certain things by the way we have grown and and grown up and learned and lived and stuff. In my business that I've done for 30 years or right at 30 years now, years ago before I really knew the Lord and really walked with the Lord and and all, I would have a a day maybe and have equipment failure. Something goes wrong with my equipment and and it could turn into a, a foul mouth, wrench throwing, angry at everybody, all because of a simple malfunction and stuff. As I've grown over the years and, and learned to hear God's voice and try really to do my best in, in being obedient to Him, that same thing today, the issue may happen, and I'll be like, Lord, what now? What? And I just went through this last week. What now? And the Lord's like, you have this and this in the trailer, don't forget. And I'll be like, yes, I do. And this and this will work 20 minutes later instead of having this tantrum loading up not thinking about what I'm doing. I've heard the answers from what God has has spoke to me, and I've put it back together, and God's shown me every bit of the way. He continues to help us grow and walk through the path every single day. I have learned to ask one question when something doesn't go as I planned or is not going my way, and that is, Lord, what are you showing me? And I call those now, when things don't go my way, God redirects. And I say, okay, Lord, how are you trying to redirect me? I'll give a great example of this. Not long after we moved into our condo, my mom had a medical emergency and I became her caregiver for the first couple years of us being here. Well, we moved her closer to me. We were still doing some of the medical stuff, working through those, but there was another medical emergency and she called me. I called 911 and I was having her go to a certain hospital. I worked in healthcare. I know the hospitals in the area. I wanted her at a certain hospital. Well, the call came to me from the ambulance, the paramedics called, and they were taking her and rerouting her to a different hospital, a hospital that historically had very poor ratings, a hospital that was like, no, I do not want my mom at that hospital. But this was during the COVID pandemic. So the other hospital was over capacity because of the pandemic and they were rerouting her. Well, I learned that hospital system had been bought out by a different chain and there was vast improvements in the three years prior. I hadn't worked in the healthcare system. At this point, I was a professor at the university when this change happened. And I knew the change, but didn't know all the details of the quality changes. I prayed immediately. I was driving. I prayed immediately to the Lord. I said, Lord, where do you want my mom to be? Is this a redirect? Is this what you have to do? And so she went to that redirected hospital and it was the best thing for my mom's care. She got the exact surgeon that she needed that specialized in what she was dealing with. And she got great care. God redirected my mom to exactly where she needed to be. And if I went based on my knowledge and what I knew, I would have not put my mom there. And it was perfect for what my mom needed. Now she's independent on her own, able to drive and take herself to the doctors and do. And her health is 
so much better. All because God redirected. Redirects, as you're saying, are obviously very good. Hearing as we're talking that God's voice is important to hear God's voice and to know that God wants to get us through each and every day with his mercies being brand new. That is important. Believe it or not, God needs you to do work for him. He needs us. You're like, well, what does God need me for? God needs you as you grow and go through life and stuff. He has designed you a certain way. I can reach out and talk to somebody that my neighbor can't because they just see this guy coming. He's too clean cut. I don't want to hear this guy or vice versa. Oh, he's this guy's covered in tattoos. He's He's got issues. I don't want to talk to him. But you know what? There's people that will listen to the tattoo guy. There's people that will listen to the, the clean cut, very nice looking groomed guy. It's all in learning each and every day and staying on God's course. It's tough to do sometimes. It really is. We I sit here and talk about all this and stuff, but you know what? Every day I have my struggles. Every day God says, let's keep going. And every day is day one. And every morning we have new mercies. And the Lord doesn't worry about what we did yesterday. It's about what we're doing today and moving forward. Because today is the day that the Lord hath made and I will rejoice in it. Every morning when you wake up, you can say this prayer to get you started for today. Thank you, Lord, for giving me this day. Guide my steps to your will. I trust you today and every day. I seek your wisdom as I fulfill my purpose. I trust your plan, which is best for me. Thank you for your faithfulness and mercy. I love you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So if you are ready to accept Jesus into your heart as your Lord and Savior, pray out loud the following. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross for me and rose again. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you for listening to Sappy Thoughts Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, Surf 8 Christians. Everyone is needed to surf the wave of life with Jesus Christ. You don't have to be a surfer to ride this wave. Please visit surf8christians.com to find upcoming events, read our learning blogs, and shop the online store.